Okau, Okauia, Okaukua Makani, Heipukai Pohina Yanakia Eloa, Lelekoae Kaumayalae. Aloha, dear listeners. Drew's voice tells us of the windy nature of Kau, Kau Kua Makani, Kau, a windy land. This line was drawn from a mele that is accompanied by a hei, or Hawaiian string figure, that mentions vahipana and characteristics of Kau. With these windy thoughts in mind, Velina Mai, welcome to Kaleo Kauluau. Aloha, Adrew. Aloha, Lei. Mahalo nui for that special opening to this episode of Kaleo Kauluau. Always my pleasure. I was taught hei and mele by our special guest today, Kekuhi. Awesome. Would you do the honors of introducing her? Sure. Kekuhi Kanahele Kiali Kanako Ole Ohailani is a cherished member of the Hawaii Island community. People recognize her contributions to the hula community both in Hawaii and beyond our shores, her training for decades in the tradition of Aiha'a, her vital role in Halao Kekuhi. We recognize her voice, her distinctive chanting style, and her singing as a Nahoku Hanohano award winning recording artist. We recognize the contributions she's made to the academic institutions of Hawaii Island, including Hawaii Community College, where she served as director of the Olahaloa Hawaii Lifestyles Program, as well as a kumu. We recognize her contributions to indigenous research in the expansion of awareness of oral and ritual arts and traditions, conducted through the Edith Kanakaole Foundation, where she has served as executive director. We recognize her embrace of the conservation community into Hala Ohia, transforming how conservationists, scientists, and cultural practitioners work and do research. We recognize her having taken up residence at Pu'uhuluhulu on the slopes of Maunawakea, conducting protocols three times a day and inspiring the Lahui with her strength, her humor, and her aloha aina. We recognize her as a person of a particular family lineage, as a daughter, sister, mother, grandmother, and wife. Kikuhi has had a serious and positive impact on so many people's lives, those of her family, colleagues, learners, and friends. We are so lucky to have you here with us today. Before we go over to Kikuhi, I just wanted to quickly remind our listeners that new episodes of Kaleo Kauluau come out on the 1st and 15th of every month on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and of course, our blog at hilo.hawaii.edu slash blog slash Kaleo Kauluau. Also, Follow along as you listen with our story maps, which are also located on our blog. Okay, announcement over. Let's go over to Kikuhi now. Aloha, Kikuhi. Hui, aloha. I'm thinking of times that we've shared space together, and I reflect on the fact that you have taught me how to welcome important visitors to Hawaii Community College and other special events at UH Hilo by conducting pai pai or welcoming ceremonies. While I was a student at Hawaii Community College, I was in an internship called Kawaiakane with you at the helm and Kumukeli Ilili as my mentor at Iolahaloa. In addition, you've given myself and many others the opportunity to learn from you through the many workshops and presentations that you do. So, mahalo nui for joining us today and sharing with our listeners. Mm, yes, it's fabulous to have you here with us, Kikuhi. And I'm reminded of some of the times that I spent with you at the college in class, learning hei with you. Um, in Polihua, learning the song Ka'u Kumakaha that you taught us. Um, in a crowded and raucous van, driven by yours truly from Upolu to Kalai. In the lava fields of Savai'i. In the snowy mountains of Montana. <laughs> looking for the haena on this island. 
and um, all over the place. And, and every time I think of ascending to Mokwa Vio Vio, which is a thought I have often, I think of you um, and the, the relationship that you have with that Mauna too. And I, um, I think of how amazing it is that um, the summit region of Mauna Loa is a place where, these, where most of the Moko of this island converge, most famously Kau. And um, so we're really happy to have you here to share Mo'olelo of Kau with our listening audience. And just being here with you is, is wonderful. So mahalo nui. Mahalo nui, Yakako. I'm sitting here trying not to um, react. I, I, I want to say, yes, true. Oh, my God, How's this? How's that? <laughs> I, I, so yeah, mahalo for um, mahalo for asking. I actually I just wanted to l- listeners know that I actually declined the invitation to tell stories of Kau. I personally haven't been there for for a f- couple of generations. Um, my sister is back there uh, in that in the district in the wild district of Kau, and that's what I love most about that area. And um, and so my sister said no. <laughs> so here I am. <laughs> Mahalo for stepping in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be here. You know, some of my um, my earliest remembrances of Kau are um, of my grandmother and my um, grandfather taking us to Kapapala. And so this is where my grandfather's um, um, family was raised, and this is where my mother folks um, grew up in their in their OPO times. And so, um, and it's right there in that ranch house at my auntie Apis house, where we heard tons of stories of um, of their childhood. And the cool thing about these um, mo'olelo and ka'au and sometimes mo'oka'au with a really neat intersection between the historical stories, which are partly family stories, and then some of the ka'au, which are the non-linear stories, and this wonderful intersection between the mo'olelo and the ka'au. Um, and... And this is where we heard them in in the kitchen in in my auntie Apis house at the ranch, and um, and so I I have a I, I brought a story today, and I actually thought about doing kaukumakaha because then people could go and jam with that <laughs> mele, and we'll see if this one takes all of five minutes. Um, it's not a long story, but um, I think it's one we don't hear often. Yeah, and then um, and if we have time for kaukumakaha, then we should just do that one too, and have a ruckus of sorts. So um, I want to begin this this story, this mo'olelo, or you can call it a kaau, or it's a mo'okaau, and um, um, I, I want to begin it where I actually learned it, and that's through this. Um, this mele. So I'm gonna change positions. I'm gonna go down to my friendly neighborhood Pahu and Puniu down there on the floor. Is that cool? Mm-hmm. Okay, awesome sauce. Okie dokie, Smokey. So um, this is the the our maybe not our first introduction to this um, story that we're gonna talk about today, but it's definitely the most embodied one, and. Um, 
this um, Mele is about Kua. And um, he's one of the ancestors of many of the families in Kau. So here's one of his mele. Akahi kamano, pukamai kamano, alua kamano, ayamai kamano, akolo kamano, pukamai kamano, aha kamano, ayamai kamano, alima kamano, pukamai kamano, aono kamano, ayamai kamano, ahiku kamano, pukamai kamano, avalu kamano, ayamai kamano, aiva kamano, pukamai kamano, aumi kamano, ayamai kamano, eia ku haimoana kai ai kaale, pukamai tai amhei a papa ni moku, pukamai lua ehu. Kai e ka nakame, ka pa i a ku, ka pa i a lo yo e i a tini o tamano, tamano o te atu, no laua ka mau, li le le i luna, no ke kino mano la i ho o ka naka, e mano ho la o kua, e a ano ka moku, e hilu hilu no te mo, tu o te a li. He a e mo kumai ka hiki hawai E a mai ka wahine ka mano ari Ike kao hi ke kuala o tai a Oke ala nui noi a iki mai Oke kua ka puwa ke a ka ole a kane Onai a ka peku peku Oke kuala i ala ka maha maha kuku O taia, o ke kau o ke ave ave ulai, o ke kai kuna ne kuma kua i ne o kavelo, kavelo i kavelo velo la, e ya mai kua kai ai kahonu kamano ni ho o i o i ni ho atawa lua i apoi ke aluna ke alalo i kapu ke koa ula koa ke ai. Kalai ulumai kalaku ke kua iawa oke oho ia okua kamano ari okai a ulumano a pepe kue ika kaupani oni o paha o haukona ili o ia ia ne kamano hele honu okua heinoa oya. Okie dokie. So I hope you like that. That um, it's a hula pahu, and um, that is the beginning of my relationship uh, with my my body relationship with um, this ancestor of ours called Kua. And so we got this story from Auntie Mary um, Kavenapukui. Um, via Auntie Malia Craver. And it was in the late 70s, Auntie Malia says, yep, I mean, take take this story cause, and, and remember it. And remember it through this chant. And she does a really nice um, write-up of the entire story in, um, in English. She translates this chant and then gives us some backstory in the newspaper, from the newspaper. So it was a uh, really wonderful gift. But the... the the Mo'o begins with um, the migration of people uh, from the south to Ka'u. And um, it's, it's interesting, um, 
for me, it's super interesting because my grandmother is from Kohala. We come from the short people, the Amanuhune, you know, and the short, dark people. Some of the people, um, Papa Awai stops me um, somewhere. I forget where we were. And, um, and then he was talking to people about um, where the... Um, the short dark people come from. He calls them the original people of the island. And then, um, so my husband and I are talking to him, and he's going, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know the, you know the short dark people from way the inland from Kohala." And then, and then I pass by, and then I, um, I come into their story, um, their story circle in that moment. And <laughs> Papa, Papa Awai says, "Yeah, yeah, like that, like how your wife looked, <laughs> exactly like that. That's them." So I come. My grandmother's family comes from those people way at the north, and my grandfather's family comes from the the big people. Of the South, so the, he was a huge man. Okay, so um, so that's all right if I can have these two personalities. I love it, and then we come together at um, in in between the two mountains, and so this. Um, if you go to Kau, you know when you're driving from volcano, and um, if it's a really really clear day, just when you're passing the Luapele, you see you can see out in the distance all of those pool, and then I think we talk most about because pool in Nuhe is like red, readily visible, right there. It's like whoa, pool in Nuhe, and if you look a little bit beyond pool in Nuhe, then you see what people call the flat top. That's not the name of that pool. That pool has a name. It's Makanao. Well, right there in the background of Makanao is this wonderful pool that looks like the dorsal fin of a shark, and that's Pakua or Paokua. So Antipele um, talks about that pool as Paokua or Pakua, either one. Okay, and then she says, you know, you know that that it tells us that about this. This, when those people came, when the people of Kua, Kua, and his his full name was Kua Oakea, when those people came from over the ocean and then came and settled and lived in Kau, and um, and so Kua is a is is a shark person, and whether a shark person means this particular chant says that he's a shark, that Ho'o Kanaka, or that becomes Kanaka. So and he, and um, and so in in the imagery and oh oh for the listeners just in case you want to, um, Auntie Mary Kavenapokui um, gives a wonderful um, a wonderful telling of this particular story in the Polynesian family systems of Kau. Okay, so um, that I um, I always go back to that book anyhow. Um, kua Oakea um, is is a shark. I'm not going to say was a shark because the essence of him is still right there in the in the geography of that place, mm-hmm. and um, and their families whose last names are Kua. In fact, my um, my my Auntie Nita's family, um, they're they're the Kua family. 
you know. And it's actually Mantinita is is our our ohana on on my grandfather's side, but she she's she's Kanakaole, but she marries a a kua. So this is an interesting pairing of the two. Um, the the. Um, our relationship to the Kua family. And so Kua Owakia is this great shark guardian. And in the imagery of the Hawaii, in the, the, the use of the metaphor shark is, is something to consider. So, um, and, and every place around, because we are an, an oceanic people, um, it's it's kind of important to know who are your shark guardians around your island. And so for for the people in Kau from like uh, I don't know maybe like um, Waiohukini uh, Ma maybe further um, towards Kona, and then all the way through. Maybe Naalehu, and a little bit beyond that towards um, Puna. Um, so this is supposed to be the area who who Kua and all of his descendants are. Um, that that's who they guard. And so everyone in in on this island and on the other islands around Hawaii should be just go look them up. Go look up who were your um, shark guardians um, in 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 the stories because they're there and they remain there. Now whether they're your aumakua or not, it's it's okay. Some of the shark guardians are are um, are place based and not necessarily um, uh, family based. So you can find them. Anyways, so the the the, the shark. Um, guardian um, of the people of this area is actually one of the descendants of Kua, and his name is um, um, Pakaiea. And so this is a uh, uh, limu, and and so you couldn't you couldn't like like we cannot eat puhi, and we don't eat puhi, and we don't eat sea cucumber. And we don't run over caterpillars or anything like that because all of that has to do with um, another one of our ancestors who is Kumuhea. Same thing with the the shark people. So we we don't eat shark until this day um, or consume this particularly Mupakaia. So um, Kuaowakia comes from the... South Pacific, and when he comes, he brings a great, um, a great number of of other sharks with him. And some of the sharks' name I I mentioned in this in this melody that I just chanted. So the big shark is Kuhaimoana. That's that's the big guy right there. Um, and so you should know that this big shark also has a relationship to the. Is, is a brother of the Pele family. Okay, so then he also comes, Kua Owakea also comes with his, um, his sister, who, who is an ali'i vahine. 
And the interesting thing about um, this, this chant tells us that this um, sister shark of his, um, so she is the one who um, Pakaia comes from. And um, Pakaia is her descendant. And she comes on the back of, riding on the back of Kua. Um, and this is how she's observed from, from, from the Aina. And um, what's neat about this particular group or this particular family of kuas is that they have they have um, um, markings on on their body. I'll talk a little bit about that a little bit later. Um, the other people that come with kua are are his other uh, shark persons. So there's Kahole Akane. Um, there's Lua Ehu. Um, I told you uh, Kuhai Moana, although I think Kuhai Moana, it doesn't come as a part of their family group to Ka'u, but is actually sort of the overall chieftain of the Kanaloa, of, of the ocean migration. So kind of kind of got to mention him. I think the other mention is just to just to connect the fact that the Kua'o'a Kea group um, is related to um, this uh, larger volcanic region of the Pacific, um, re- relating them back to Kuha'imuana. Okay, so who else is there? And a part of this family um, comes Chawait, Chawait, um, and they come in this time, this chant says that they come in the time of um, Kiaveave Ula. So Kiaveave Ula is either the solstice, either solstice, Kiaveave Ula Akane. So this is the traveling time of the family or the Kiaveave Ula Kanaloa. I don't know. My mother guys probably know more than I do. This is actually the first time I'm formally telling the story of this chant. So w- when we learn the chant and we learn the mele, we talk about the mele in in hula. We talk about who all these these shark people are. We talk about all their characteristics. But we, did, I haven't actually gotten the chance to formally tell the story. So that's why I chose this one. And so along with um, oh, so then then there's the brother. Of the, it says the brother of the mother of Cavello. Okay, that's another shark. So I wanted to tell tell uh, about some of the the characteristics of these shark people. So when they come, you gotta um, think about the shark people coming as kind kind of invaders. You know, so when you see the the canoe. The canoes, you see the the shape of the shark. You know the koala, the 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 what you call that thing? Dorsal the one when hits. Yeah, the pe'a? The, the pe'as. Oh, so the you see, you're seeing the pe'as skimming over the ocean as if they are sharks. So when you're talking about this story or you're talking about the great number of shark people who came in from anywhere, because there are a number of these kinds of stories around the Pai'aina. Okay, this is not the only story like it. But I just wanted to connect this story to that particular pu'u over there. Um, And then, so 
there must be, and again, I'm going to um, have folks refer, if this is of any interest, go and refer back to um, Tutupukui's book, um, Polynesian Family System, because there's a whole bunch of stories yeah, in there. It's, it's, it. I mean, it's wonderful. Um, and so one of the um, really outstanding characteristics of um, the Kua's folks that come over from the south is um, um, is the, the, the kind of skin they have. And it says... Um, Kapaiaku, Kaia, oh, here, Kehoya, Okua, Kamanoli, Kaia, Ula, Manoa, Pepe, Ekue, Kakao, Pani, Oni, O, Paha, Oha, Okona, Ili. So they have this really, um, like, um, what is Paha, Oha, Paha, Oha, the other person that, you know, in the chant, Haumea, that talks about Haumea, Paha, Oha, so not flabby, kind of scaly ish. But not like um, tree bark. So they have this kind of um, wonderful, very fleshy. Like if I just, if you just go and grab your skin right now, and then like you kind of bring it together, or if you're a little bit more mature like me, because if you have tight skin, this is not going to work, you guys. So if you grab it, that's kind of paho hao right there. So these are all the characteristics of the the clan, of this particular clan. Kakao Panionio, um, they have these um, marks on them. So um, like um, kaha kaha marks, like um, what you call that kind of fish with the um, like stripey kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, stripey kind marks. The particular color though is is cool they have a reddish hue to their to their shark skin you know a lot of people in kau who who keep close relations to the um you know the lavaia or long time mahi ai they have they have this wonderful reddish tinge to their skin too almost like the alaya down at um you know, down at Kalai, folks, you know. Um, so, and then the other sort of giveaway uh, characteristic that the shark people have is this. It looks like they have a white koa at their lie. So a koa is a coral. And it looks, some of them look like they have a red koa uh, at their lie. So it's, um, so these two, two things are, are coupled to this particular shark clan, um, the red coral and, uh, um, and the white coral that appears on their lie. And uh, what else about this family? Yalakamahamahakukuokai'a. Um, yeah, that's the big thing. And so they come and they settle right there in the, um, in that valley where Ninole and Wailau and Punalu'o are. And, um, I, we think they're the big people. The, um, so a part of my, um, grandfather's clan, um, we believe comes from this particular, um, 
this particular voyage of the Kua Oakia clan into Kau. Yeah, that's their story. Hmm. Yeah, cute, yeah. <laughs> Very cute. <laughs> Mahalo. I know, super fun. And so what's, I think what's the mysterious thing and, and the thing to... So it's neat that you brought up, Drew, the our relationship in Samoa. So this is one of the things that I was um, looking for in Samoa, any kind of imagery, any kind of place names, that they actually have a Mauna Loa mm-hmm. there also um, was ev- was key for me, that they actually have a Ta'u Mm-hmm. Oh. There in Samoa was also key for me. They'd never heard of our particular family's names. The names sound totally different. But I have to believe that um, follow the name of the mountain, um, follow the name of that region that where we have similar names, and then um, we'll, we'll, we'll find something. You know, not that it has to connect linearly, you know. I don't have to find a kanakaole or a kua in Samoa to think that maybe that that particular migration came from there or another place um, or Tongama or, you know, Pikima or wherever. But so, so when I go back, to any one of those um, ancestor islands somewhere down there, um, I this is it's mysterious and I like to I like to be curious about it. Yeah. Okay. Ta-da! <laughs> I I'm just intrigued by the 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 full name of Kua that yeah. you shared. Kua Oakia. Yeah. Yeah. Why? And, I, and I'm I'm just trying to make any connections um, between. Wakea, the the Wakea between these ancestral islands and, and Hawaii too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> it you know it could be because we're talking not only about the coming of the shark family into Kau, but we are on another layer of reality. We are talking about the coming of a particular migration, and it could be just that image of the sails cutting through space and time over the ocean because the Kanaloa is that um, basin of where where sort of time becomes irrelevant. I mean, anybody who spends any amount of time in the ocean knows that you can, um, you quote-unquote lose time or mm-hmm. even lose any kind of direction of where you might be. So it might be just that imagery of cutting across space. So what mm-hmm. is the back of Wakia? That's probably the question we should be asking mm-hmm. ourselves. Kua um, literally translates to back. Okay. So we can, um, might be a neat thing to, to, to just study if we want to study seasonal stuff changes or we want to study particular migrations maybe during one of the solstices mm-hmm. or yeah I don't know I, I know more answers I just <laughs> like to be curious and guess and wonder like mm-hmm. you yeah 
Mm-hmm. I want to mahalo you for um, sharing this chant with us because there's so many different layers, like how you're speaking about that we might not think about when just upon hearing and all the different names that are that you hapai in there of the shark people. But I'm really, I really mahalo you for the imagery that you shared because when you think of these sharks coming in, like how the chant is saying, and then you talk about the different sails, the va'a coming in, the imagery and the mana'o behind it is so powerful to me. And then you have that added layer of where these shark people came from yeah. and, and how much information is tied into their inoa, their right. names. Right. It's just so much to learn from one yeah. relatively small piece of information. I, it's, it's, a, it's a really small piece of information, you know, given the, um, just the, the loads of treasure troves of, of stories and information that, that are in the chants and stories of the entire, the com- collective Hawaii sort of um, um, literature. But um, it, it is a fairly small piece of information, and beyond this chant and what Tutu Pukui shares, and um, potential of digging into uh, some of these um, words a little bit more, some of these names a little bit more, and maybe linking them potentially to other places. That's, you're, you're right. It, it's a fairly, um, for now, li- kind of limited piece of information. And, and maybe the reason I share it is um, to practice talking about it. And then the other thing is maybe, the and, and, and this is the whole thing about story. If we're not speaking the stories, then um, we're not, then we're, we have intentionally um, stopped dimensionalizing who those stories could possibly be connected to. And so I think because this has been a curiosity in my mind for a while, I think to speak the story is to maybe find connections. Yeah. And make it more, the more you know, the more you learn as you go. It it seems to reveal more and more as each time you look at it. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. And then for our podcast series, right, where we honor places, um, we are really appreciative that you brought to our attention the, the pākua yeah. or pākua, yeah. that pū'u behind makanau. Um, and we would, I mean, now that our listeners have heard that, we would encourage them to, as they drive along Volcano Highway, right, they they can look mauka from the Punalu'u area and see see if they can see pākua oh, yeah. in front of Kaiholana, right? Yeah. Between Kaiholana and makanau. Yeah. 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 And now they can aloha them as they go by. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In fact, I was telling these guys the other day when I was driving with you um, one of the last times in a van, as we're always together in a van, um, we actually, um, you you alohad every all of the people of the landscape as we yeah. passed by and acknowledged each one. And I mean, to me, that it, it's a powerful thing to um, witness that and also actually even encourage me to do that as well, to acknowledge all of the people that we were passing by yeah. and say aloha. Just say aloha. aloha. Yeah. Just say aloha. Aloha. Puenuhe. 
Aloha, Palkua. <laughs> Just like how you do, good night, John Boy. Good night, Mary Sue. Good night. You say, and when the moon comes up, aloha, Tutuhina. And when the sun comes up, aloha, Grandfather's son. Aloha, Tutakanaloa. Aloha, Mama Loa. Aloha, Papa Kia. Aloha, Mama Kia. That's being, giving recognition in that way, in a daily way, brings our psyche closer to the possibility that me, we might be related to some mm-hmm. of these geographies. So, yeah, say, say aloha to all of your um, mountain people, even if it takes a long time and you already passed them in the car 10 miles down the road <laughs> and you can just keep saying aloha to them. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's worth it. One of these days, they're gonna, you're going to hear the pulse in your auditory and that's going to be them saying aloha back to you. Wow. Oh, mahalo. Mahalo for that mana'o and that message. Totes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mahalo for visiting with us, sharing so much about relationship, especially to Aina. Uh, you know, you mentioned about the Kua family and you mentioned about um, Kumuhea mm. and the many life forms that represent so be mindful of where we are and how we treat those spaces. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And, and environmental kinship is, is the key. That's it. <laughs> That's it right there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Mahalo nui. Meiki. No ukahau oli. Yeah. Thank you for being persistent. Mahalo kikuhi. Mahalo nui to Kekuhi for bringing her friendly neighborhood Pahu and Puniu and sharing that mele with us and also encouraging us to go out and find out who our shark guardians are in our specific areas. It's important to know these stories and they do live on. Also, I would highly recommend the book Polynesian Family Systems of Ka'u by Mary Kavena Pukui. It's jam-packed with information and it's got a lot of lessons to learn in there. And then finally, um, as Kikuhi mentioned, it's important to tell and retell these stories so that they continue to live on. Even though Kikuhi had not formally told the Mo'olalo of Kuawakea before, she decided to bring it to our audience, and we're grateful for that. Mm-hmm. That was very special indeed that she chose to share that, what she called that Mo'oka'au with us. And um, that reminds me, too, that Kikuhi at the very beginning was talking about how she initially turned down our offer to be part of this podcast series um, and instead wanted to defer to her sister um, to be the storyteller for Ka'u. But in the end, um, we're really glad that Kikuhi gave in to the pressure and chose to come and spend some time with us to share um, this this Mo'oka'au. And um, it just reminds us that when we invite guests to this podcast series, we think a little, we think a lot about their relationship um, with these places that they represent. And some folks live in and come from these places and other folks don't, but have established a relationship, a deep relationship and a, a knowledge of these places and a commitment to them as well. So each storyteller brings something different to the so-called table. And we're, we're grateful for that. And we know that Kikuhi is like a, an awesome storyteller. So that was really great to have her here. And I just wanted to share once again that um, 
one of the things that she really emphasized, I think, was about migrations being a really important integral part of Hawaii history. And so I'm really pleased that she emphasized that, those migrations between Hawaii and Kahiki, those lands beyond our horizon, and the connections that, that reside there. And she also reminded us that ancestors don't have to be human beings either. Um, they can take different forms, and, and they could be like kuo wakia, or they could actually, their essence could actually be living on in our geographic landscapes as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm very grateful that she reminded us of that. Yes, like how she mentioned as she travels along, she says aloha to each mm-hmm. and every space and land feature as you would to a family member mm-hmm. as you're greeting them and saying hello and goodbye. Mm-hmm. And we encourage our audience members to do the same if they if they wish. So to our audience, we mahalo you once again for joining us on Kaleo Kaunuau. Yes, mahalo for joining us. Make sure to check out our story maps on the blog to follow along with each episode. Also, don't forget to visit us on Facebook and Instagram for Inoa Matters and more. Mahalo ile. Until next time. Ai, ahui ho. Aloha. <laughs>